comprehensive, relevant, and insightful conversations about health and medicine happen here on MedStar Health Doc Talk. Getting a hip or knee replaced used to result in a long hospital stay, but these days it's more commonly performed on an outpatient basis. But is that better for patients? We'll get the answer to that and more questions as they relate to outpatient joint replacement from hip and knee reconstruction specialist, Dr. Mark Hasnauer, who comes to us today from MedStar Union Memorial Hospital and MedStar Franklin Square Medical Center in Baltimore. I'm your host, Mike Shu. Welcome to Doc Talk. And Dr. Hasnauer, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. I think a lot of our listeners are familiar with the idea of hip and knee replacements. So what is the difference between the traditional approach and the outpatient joint replacement? That's a good question. So the main difference really relates to the same day of surgery, meaning where the patients recover and where they go home immediately after surgery. So an outpatient joint replacement or same day joint replacement, patients go home and get to recover in the luxury of their own home and the comfort of home and family. Traditional joint replacements, patients may stay overnight, one or two nights in the hospital. Is there anything different about the surgeries that means somebody may stay or go home? Not necessarily. So the surgery itself is performed by the same surgeons, the same staff. The actual surgery itself is the same. It's more so just where they are recovering the same day and that first night after surgery. So how did it come to pass that that they figured out, okay, people do really well at home as well as, you know, being here for a while? I think there's been a push over the past several years, um, certainly in this past decade, to figure out how patients can recover in a more quickly and efficient way after surgery. I think especially in this past year and a half during the COVID pandemic, there has been a significant push to get our healthier patients out of the hospital. Numerous research studies have looked at this and have demonstrated that the right patients when they're home do just as well or better than patients that stay in the hospital. I know with a lot of these types of surgeries, it used to be that they'd be sort of immobilized and you don't Mm -hmm. want them to be doing anything. And that is not the case now. Completely correct. That paradigm has completely shifted. Now we focus on, you know, immediate mobilization, getting patients up and moving. You know, you can have surgery the first case in the morning at 7.30. You're up and working with physical therapy before noon, and then you're home on your couch before or even by dinner time, already having gotten up and moved around. Yeah, why is it that they, they want people to move the, the, the hip and the knee quickly and get that mobility started? Well, that's overall the main goal for what we're trying to achieve with joint replacement, whether it be a hip or a knee. We want to increase mobility and get patients back to doing the things they like to do, want to do, and need to do. So we really want to emphasize that and maximize that in that early post-operative period. So what are the benefits then of outpatient joint replacement? I think the first thing is patients feel a little more empowered when they recover at home. Patients have a higher degree of satisfaction when they're able to go home. They also, in some studies, have demonstrated a lower rate of complications and readmissions than other uh, patients that stay in the hospital. So are there cases that present themselves where, yeah, we're probably going to keep this one though? Yeah, that's a good question. We consider it for every patient who comes in the door and who is a candidate for a joint replacement, but there are certain selection criteria that we look at. Mainly, they tend to be on the younger side. We want to make sure that they don't have too many medical issues and comorbidities. And we also want to make sure that they have a good social support structure at home, meaning they have family and they have those to help them at home on the day of surgery. Well, I just remember I had a total knee replacement a couple of years ago. And I remember that was one of the things that they're very concerned about mm-hmm. is, do you have the support at home for those first, let's see, 36 hours when your mobility is, and you may need some help? 
So that that's part of the screening process. Exactly correct. So it's you know not just the things you're thinking about in terms of going home, doing things around the house. It's really simple things like is there someone available to help make dinner, do things around the house, do your laundry. We also talk about maximizing things at home, such as trying to get a setup on the first floor so you don't have to go up and down a lot of stairs. It's not so much just even the first 36 hours. It's really that first week after surgery where patients really do need the most care and help. I, I needed help and I'm, I'm pretty proud. I don't, you know, if I don't need help, I'll, I'll say I don't need any help. And man, I need, I mean, it's, it wasn't, it was an onerous, but I needed help. Yes. I think patients sometimes don't fully really understand in that first post-operative period. They're kind of the things they need help with. First and foremost, our goal is safety. The last thing we need is a patient to have a fall or a complication because they're trying to do too much too soon. So we really want to make sure that they're at home and have a safe support structure at home. Those patients that have that in place are a good candidate to have an outpatient total joint replacement. And with outpatient, you do have physical therapists who come and visit. When does when does that process start and how important is that? Typically a day after day or two after surgery that starts. With knees, we like to get our patients moving right away. For the standard post-operative total hip, if they're active and healthy, they may not actually need any formal physical therapy. For those patients, the best activity is honestly just getting up and walking. Wow, walking. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I think you touched on before that typically a candidate for outpatient surgery is what? Someone who's younger and uh, doesn't have, uh, we don't have a strict cutoff for age because, you know, honestly, age is a bit of just of a number. We like to look at each patient holistically. We want to make sure that they don't have much by way of medical issues, such as heart failure, kidney disease. We all know these will lead to higher rates of complications in those patients we like to keep in the hospital. And then lastly, as we've touched upon, we want to make sure they have a strong social support structure at home. And when is the patient then advised that this is going to be outpatient versus we're going to keep you a day or so? We like to talk with them uh, actually at the visit before surgery and talk to them. Here's what our options are. Here's what we think. We want to make sure we're on board. We don't kick anyone out the same day as surgery. You know, it's really a shared mutual decision-making with the patient. Uh, Here at MedStar, we have a great perioperative care team as well that touches base with the patient in the weeks leading up to and the weeks after surgery just to make sure that everything's in place and safe for the patient to go home. So I've, I've had some friends who've had both of these and mm-hmm. uh, the ones who blew off the prehab kind of doing your exercises you're going to be doing anyway. Um, they didn't have as good of a time as those who did what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So how much is that being emphasized more now by doctors such as yourself is like, hey, we're going to tell you this stuff and re- you really should do it. I agree. I think it's not so much that the patients aren't capable. It's kind of just eliminating some of those variables and things they're trying to learn the day of surgery. So if they know all the exercises, how to use the equipment like the walker, the crutches, the cane before they go into surgery, it's a lot easier than trying to learn it the day of after you've had anesthesia and while you're recovering from the surgery. I think it helps kind of take those things off the table. Yeah, and I think while, while people, when they come up for anesthesia, they they seem clear, but then, you know, you ask them something two weeks later, well, do you remember that happened on that day? And they have no idea. Oh, completely correct. Yeah. Um, what So what should patients do to prepare their homes so they can come back to a healing environment? First and foremost, as I think we mentioned earlier, make sure you have people available to help you for the vast majority of the day, you know, at least 16, 18 hours out of the 24-hour period for the first week after surgery. Try to get a first floor set up if you can to eliminate having to go up and down a flight or two of stairs. You know, if you have a bed or a living situation in a bathroom on the first floor, that's important. Things like having prepared foods before surgery or some friends or neighbors who can help you out. These are all things that are really helpful after surgery. And while this sounds kind of, uh, you know, um, personal, but the, I would tell everyone that the, uh, the assist in the bathroom, the things that fit on top of a toilet or the 
the, the chairs, elevated total thank seats. You. Are yes. you, you yeah um there's a at least for a knee mm-hmm. i can't speak about a hip but i can <laughs> tell you that that it uh, is is needed because you you know your knee can't support the weight it did initially yep those are all things that we try to help address before surgery again so you don't go home the day of and you're wondering oh goodness how are we going to manage this so yeah, these are all no. things we try to get to patients ahead of time. We talk to them about them. So we get these things in place to really try to decrease these variables and questions when they're going home. I know personally, I appreciated then I, I couldn't tell you how many hours it was after, but there was a PT who showed up pretty much right away mm-hmm. um, a day or so later and mm-hmm. got me whipped into shape yep. and it was helpful. Absolutely. Um, you know, it wasn't pain-free, mm-hmm. but it was helpful. And, you know, now uh, two and a half years later, I don't even kind of even remember their plain days. I couldn't could even tell you I had a TKR because I'm fine. Yeah. I mean, that's our goal at the end of the day is really to get you a point where you're back to doing what you want to do and like to do. And you're really not limited by joint pain anymore. Oh yes. And the, it's the old thing of uh, when do you come in to think about getting a procedure like this? And a, a doctor told me, he just kind of chuckled and he says, Oh, you'll know. Yeah. And, and he was being a little flip, but it's, he's entirely correct. There was, it was a, there was a moment where I said, no, I don't have to live with this anymore. Mm-hmm. There, I, I'm blessed to have insurance and a lot of other things mm-hmm. and let's go. What am I waiting for? And so that has to be, that has to be uh, rewarding for you as a doctor to see patients who the outcomes are more than they even hoped for. Absolutely. I think one of the most rewarding things is when patients come in and they tell you, I can't believe I waited this long because yeah. they're doing so well after surgery. They weren't even aware of how debilitated they were by their joint pain. They tell you they're back to doing their favorite activities, hobbies, and they're no really they're no longer limited by their joint pain. That and then being able to see them to walk in without a cane or crutches yeah. or anything like that is very, very rewarding. Well, and, and overall, they're healthier because I think when you're in chronic pain, it's, it's like a break or a governor that, mm-hmm. that really kind of overrides everything. Mm-hmm. that when you have that removed, it, there's so many more possibilities in your life that you didn't realize that, oh, that half that was because my dumb knee hurt. Yeah. Patients will often come in, I think they say this, it, the pain's exhausting. You yeah. just find day in, day out, little things, you know, going up and down stairs, putting on your shoes and socks, just that constant reminder, that joint pain, people will just say it's exhausting. And to be able to help them with that is great. Yeah. Well, that, that, Thank you for the good, yeah. <laughs> thanks for the good work of doing that because <laughs> yeah. you know that is something to hang your hat on that, mm-hmm. that you're truly helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, back to the outpatient mm-hmm. idea. I know that some folks would prefer to stay in the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, with nursing care as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, if a patient presents himself, but they're really not a candidate for having to stay longer, mm-hmm. well, how do you nudge them in the direction going? Eh, outpatient's probably better for you. We have a discussion with them again. I think it's important to make sure everyone is on the same page, both the surgeon, perioperative team, as well as the patient and their family. Because the last thing we want to do is kind of have a discordant thought on where we're going to go here. So we talk about them, present their options, but if they feel more comfortable staying overnight, we're certainly happy to do so. Now, um, do, do, do any kind of, you know, the, uh, 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 is a hip or a knee easier for outpatient or does it really matter? It doesn't really matter. I think it's more so a patient by patient basis. And then some folks I know have had double knees and does that matter or not? Typically, patients, if they have a bilateral knee replacement, would not be going home the same day. That's just more surgery, more anesthesia, more of an involved process. So those patients are not going home the same day. Because they need just they need to ease back in a little bit. Yeah, more. they need a little more therapy. Sometimes those patients may uh, just need a night or two in the hospital. Good. I tell you what, thank you for doing the work you do. And I'm, I'm sure it's uh, rewarding to, have, uh, to be able to really help people in a, a lasting and meaningful way. 
We've been talking with Dr. Mark Hasenauer from MedStar Union Memorial Hospital and MedStar Franklin Square Medical Center. Dr. Hasenauer, thank you for sharing your expertise here on MedStar Health Doc Talk. Learn more about Dr. Hasenauer at medstarortho.org backslash H-A-S-E-N-A-U-E-R or for an appointment, you can call 410-554-6890. 